0: Hi, welcome to Here to Then, hosted by Carolyn Takeda, former attorney, current small groups pastor and life coach. Through monthly conversations with pastors, authors and guests, we hope to stir your thoughts and encourage you to move from where you are to where you want to be in your personal life, in your leadership or in your ministry.
1: All right, welcome to Group Talk. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Carolyn Takeda, your host and the executive director of small groups at Calvary Community Church in Westlake Village, California. Well, there's been a lot of attention in recent years about the difference between introverts and extroverts. We recognize that our natural temperament, whether it's through DNA or the way we were raised or just our circumstances, has become very relevant in all spheres of our lives and ministry, especially in a relational ministry like small groups. It affects how we lead, As ministry team leaders, how we recruit new leaders, assumptions we make about members, how we connect people, how we develop and coach them, just affects every aspect of our leadership. So we're going to explore this topic more and talk about the strengths and weaknesses and how we can better reach both um, types of temperaments. So with me on the program today are two guests, um, Amy Jackson and Tom King, who identify more strongly with um, either an introversion or an extroversion personality, and we'll let you guess which one is which. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll be pretty obvious pretty soon.
0: Very difficult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amy Jackson um, is the managing editor of Christianity Today and oversees the website smallgroups.com and christianbiblestudies.com and Gifted for Leadership. Uh, She served as a small groups minister and has a master's in Christian formation and ministry from Wheaton College. If you're not familiar with smallgroups.com, you need to be because it it has 2.5 million page views, which is amazing, Amy. That's a lot. Um, It's a lot, and it was the first, (laughs) resource I looked at when I started Small Roots Ministry 10 years ago. I had no idea what I was doing, Mm. and I pretty much hung out on that website like every day. Mm. (laughs) Um, And it's so, yeah, and I hear that a lot from people. So that's a great website, um, and she's um, kind of been involved with all kind of shaping that along the way. So it's a great resource. Tom Kang is the men's pastor at Saddleback Church. I'm in Lake Forest, California, and he provides point leadership for the men at the central campus. He was originally born and raised in New Jersey, and most recently he served as the teaching pastor and campus pastor at Liquid Church, which was one of the fastest-growing churches in America. Um, But he's been a Saddleback for a little over um, a year, Mm -hmm. and he has a YouTube channel called... I think it's called the Manly Minute. Yeah, there you go. That's all you need to know about Tom. (laughs) He was highly recommended for this particular topic in this program. Soon you shall see why. Thank you guys for being on the program. Thanks for having us. Thanks
0: for having us. so awesome.
1: All right, so to start off our leaders to guess which one is which, um, let me ask you both a question. So Amy and Tom, Mm. you enter a party Mm. and there's lots of people you've never met. And you do not know. And it's a large party. Your first reaction, Amy, what is your first reaction when you walk in? Hug the wall and observe and try to find someone that looks friendly. (laughs) And Tom, what (laughs) would be your first reaction?
0: So we have a small dog. It's a cockapoo uh, that whenever (laughs) guests come into our house, this dog just like runs up to the guest and like starts licking and biting and just... (laughs) All over the place, that would probably be my reaction at a party. Gotcha.
1: Okay, so I think it's clear. Thomas on the more extroversion scale of things, and Amy's on the introversion scale of things. Yes. Um, so that kind of gives you a feel. Basically, okay, so he's part two of the question. Mm. Okay, now you've been at this party for eight hours.
0: Mm. Eight hours. That's a long okay. party. A okay. wow. okay. long <laughs> right. so party. Wow. Eight hours. Pretend
1: it's like a conference. <laughs> okay. All,
0: right. All, right. All, right. All right. Eight hours. Okay. You're,
1: you're with people for eight hours. Yes. <laughs> now, at the end of the day, how do you feel?
0: Mm. So- Honestly, I feel I feel spent. Because I've, I've exerted <laughs> all this energy on people. So, mm. yeah, you know. You can't
1: party for another eight hours? Uh,
0: <laughs> it depends on the people. I, I can go for a round two, though, for sure. You probably could. I mean, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. could you go
1: for a round two? Yeah, I'm going to go to bed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Although, you right. know, it's, it kind of depends on the people, yeah. uh, which is on the point. So, we used to think back in the old days that introversion and extroversion was about being shy. Mm. Um, and then there was some kind of labeling and sure. value judgments put on that. But research has now shown us, it's not about shyness or Mm -hmm. not liking people it's really about how we get our energy Mm -hmm. how we get recharged Um, introverts tend to recharge by spending time alone Mm -hmm. in solitude um, or with just one-on-one and they lose energy when they're around lots of people for long periods of time especially Mm -hmm. large crowds Mm -hmm. extroverts on the other hand gain energy from people Mm -hmm. Um, they find their energy sapped when they spend too much time alone Mm -hmm. so tom here's the confession when i asked um, steve gladen who on his team uh, is an (laughs) extrovert I needed an extrovert for this topic. Oh my word! Him, as well as like I think four or five people on the saddleback small groups team said, "Oh, Tom, no, uh, no question." You know,
0: I don't know what to even say there. I don't thank know what to you. think of. So thank voice. you. So you
1: can, say, you can say thank you. So using that as kind of <clears> our throat> framework, throat> that's about how we gain energy. What about some other attributes? Uh, maybe maybe we could start with you, with introverts. What are some other attributes that we associate with each of these temperaments? Mm. The 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 good things we. Yes, (laughs) good or bad. Yeah, I mean, I think um,
2: introverts definitely uh, need to have that alone time to recharge, whether that's reading with a book or just going to bed. (laughs) Um, Or like you said, the one-on-one. I think introverts really excel at some of the Mm one-on-one or one-on-two kind of situations. Um, uh, Small talk is painful for Mm -hmm. introverts. And so um, they kind of want to cut through that fluff mm-hmm. and get into get into the meaty stuff so um yeah but unfortunately a lot of times what we think of with introverts is shyness like you mm-hmm. said or um anti-social, or that right. they don't like people well, they're awkward um, they're awkward <laughs> which you know some of us are but
1: <laughs> not, not you no, no. <laughs> um,
2: but I think you know introverts really love people and they want to go deep with them um and sometimes it just takes that extra little push um, but it also really drains them to really love people in that way mm-hmm. so um, they also need that time to recharge
1: okay. what about for extra
0: you think Tom? Uh we're talking basically stereotypes. Yeah, you could go stereotypes
1: if you have medical research, feel free to throw that in.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Well uh, Amy, you were saying that, you know, like sometimes introverts can be kind of seen as awkward. There are a lot of awkward extroverts Uh, as well. That's true. That's kind of where my mind wandered off to. But um no, yeah, I think extroverts kind of um have a reputation of being maybe like the life of the party. Yes. Um Mm -hmm. just, you know, loud. That is one of the characteristics. Mm -hmm. Um uh, you can't miss them, whether it's visually or audibly or you know whatever. Um, you know that they're in the room, kind of a thing uh they command attention and whatnot mm-hmm. for better or for worse mm-hmm. um so I think yeah, extroverts kind of kind of have that. Yeah. Yeah. In their Yeah. the presence. presence. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we talked earlier before the broadcast about how it's really not an either or. Mm-hmm. And we do a disservice if we even categorize ourselves or our, our children or, you know, our small group leaders as either or. Sure. Um, and it's actually more of a spectrum. Would you agree with that?
0: Yes. <laughs> Amen. Now you're preaching, sister. Um, you know, one of the things that we we're kind of talking about earlier was how just like, uh, like, I definitely am, uh, I guess, as some of my friends were saying, an extreme Extreme extrovert at times, mm-hmm. uh, but the the honest reality is there is a huge part of me that's also introverted as well. They
1: just don't see that because you're they, alone. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't see
0: that because whenever we see each other, we're like in the, this group right. setting or right. ministry setting per se. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like I. A lot of times I'll find my strength in solitude and in silence, yeah. and I kind of store up that energy, so to speak, mm-hmm. so that I spend it right. on people. As and, and
1: Amy, I've seen you at conferences. Yeah. You're great <laughs> at working on a room. You're not hugging the walls at all. Yeah. <laughs> you move from like little circles here and there, and you just you wouldn't, could not tell that mm. you wouldn't rather be curled up with a book. And I think, is that something you developed as over the course of time um, for your work and for your ministry? Yeah. You know, I think that is, I used to um, work at a church and I,
2: um, I can still remember I would, I would give a sermon and then, you know, you're standing at the end and the seating you know, right. line, if you will. And I would have to take like a three hour nap after that. I was so exhausted by the experience of like talking to so many people. Um, and so I think uh, I have a good friend that is, is an introvert and she gave me this great advice of just, um, just be present with the person you're with. Oh, the one person, with. and true. that put it into introvert transfer me, and so, um, so yeah. There's still, you know, I like to move around and meet people, but I, I feel like if I can just focus on the one person I'm talking to, it's much less draining mm. uh, than kind of standing in the circle with 12 people. Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, that's
1: yeah. true. So now there's this term called an ambivert, yeah, uh, which um, is basically someone who's equally one and the other and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but most people probably have a slight proclivity towards you know towards right. one Mine's right. slightly towards introvert and my, my friends Tom would say right. I was an extrovert as well right but they just don't know me um,
0: <laughs> so misunderstood <laughs> Uh, right. But
1: it's actually, I think, the more the research has shown that, that if you can bring out different attributes of that in any mm. given situation, you're actually a stronger leader. Mm. So you want ambiverts for your leaders. Mm. But American culture has a strong preference yes. for extroverts. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why our education system rewards the ones who are raising their hand and talking. Shaves. Corporate culture rewards the, the schmoozer. Right. Politics, and um, we don't right. even need to talk over there. Right. <laughs> even <laughs> church world uh, and small groups, though, yeah. rewards the talkers. Uh-huh. So right. Okay, let's go to leaders. Do you think, we have this assumption, do that extroverted make better leaders, small group leaders? Mm-hmm. Has that been your experience? Are extroverts better small group leaders?
0: That's a great question. I would say, you know, for, especially in the small group ministry world, it, it may appear so mm-hmm. uh, from, from kind of outside gazing in. Um, but speaking as an extrovert, I know that... Um, Here's the God's honest truth. And I may get fired for this. I'm not a great small group leader because well, I tend okay. to dominate the conversation. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, and sure, a really sure. good small group yes. has the conversation bouncing sure. from one person to That's another. That's an excellent point. You know right. what I mean? And so like I've had to deliberately, very purposefully kind of tone it down throw a question out there and
1: not answer
0: and not answer. Yeah. Be comfortable yeah. with a little bit of what I consider awkward silence. If mm-hmm. it's quiet for more than three seconds, you know, which is not a big deal at all. Right. Um, but you want to
1: rescue other ones. Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah. so, does that make sense? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
1: but initially the other thing we kind of are drawn for recruiting leaders. I know I can, I do this. I'm so drawn towards. Oh my gosh, extrovert tends to be more of a gatherer of people. Yes. So yes. it seems like they would make better leaders. But I haven't always found that to be the case. Yeah, I'm with you. I think
2: uh, yeah, there's that natural inclination that we think, oh, the extroverts they just gather people together. They can they can work the crowd. That right. that first night isn't going to be awkward because right. they're going to talk to everybody. Everyone's right. going to feel like they're seen and heard. Right. Um, but what I've actually found is the extroverts the ones I have to a coach and say, okay, thirty second rule. Yes. Ask the question. Wait <laughs> yes. thirty seconds. Yes. Time yourself if you need to. Yes. Um, where you know the introverts are okay, are a little more okay with that silence and that tension, um, and they let other
1: people process. Yeah. Um, and they tend to be better listeners. Yeah. Married to one. He's a good listener.
0: Oh, <laughs> it, it, it's funny you use the word marriage there because I'm thinking in my head, you know, in the small group ministry world, I think extroverts are the ones that you date. Introverts are the ones that you marry. Mm. You, you you know you know what I mean? It's just there's some, there's so some funny. kind of combination in there.
2: So yeah. And I think that gets to something too, because depending on your role within mm-hmm. ministry, I, I mean, sometimes you really need more of that extroversion. I mean, to, to be the person totally. that's out there and, and getting people to get involved right. versus, uh, the person that's really going to do this, just deep discipleship and like, let's meet right. and really, you know, get invested staying like, power's or coaching sometimes
1: yeah. that really going deep. Yeah. So, but that would be assuming that the introverted leader is aware of that and is pushing right. themselves right beyond, mm-hmm. Um, their comfort level mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so we did this quick survey at the small group network lobby uh, a while a while ago and um, we had 110 small group pastors and directors and we did an online survey of who's an introvert and extrovert mm-hmm. it was a very simple question mm-hmm. and we had 55 percent were introverts and 45 were ex, um, extroverts what yeah crazy yeah. 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 so it surprises you why yes. why
0: because uh, again, you're you're in an environment. You're with all these leaders. Just um, so small
1: group point leaders. Yeah,
0: small group point right. leaders. Yeah, you know, and to find that the majority are actually introverted. That's yeah, that's, that's surprising. It's crazy. I think uh, it
1: made it surprised all of us. And then yeah. then mm-hmm. the introverts felt better. Yes, we we're like
0: oh,
2: we're not alone here. There's other people.
1: No. <laughs> I have heard that with with senior pastors too that they actually um, mm-hmm. are a lot more introverted. Yes, and rather than extroverted, even though they have a public presence. Right. That, right. Right looks more engaging. Right.
0: And I think it's because for the majority of folks, when, when they see a pastor, they'll, they'll see him, you know, behind a pulpit or Mm -hmm, preaching. mm -hmm. It's very, he's in the public eye. And when he's in the public eye, he's quote unquote on as it were. Right.
2: Right. And
0: you know, they're, they're going to see their pastor when they're, when, when he or she is on. And, uh, so the assumption is they're, they're always on. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. They're not necessarily going to be. I know we talked to, we just touched, started to touch on the uh, weaknesses, potentially the dark side for mm. the temperament. And Tom, you mentioned um, over talking tends yes. to be more of an extroverted trait or maybe yes. attention seeking. Right. What are some um, other potential dark side for either introverts or extroverts? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously
2: with the introvert, I mean, we are, a smaller ministry is draining. It's just draining in general. <laughs> so, um, and, and I think no matter how you go about it, it's going to be, it's, it's a lot of people.
1: It's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. It's a lot of heavy stuff. So you should take a nap first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> before, before, you and before, before, before and after. Before and after. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think there is that tendency, like, uh, especially with introverts, like I get, I get my comfort people. Mm-hmm. I, if, you know, I've, if I've gone out of my comfort zone to really invest in my small group, like it's, it's a little scary to invite new people that might mess with that or mm-hmm. having to start over with a That's new cool. group or with new people or, um, even just being, especially welcoming to new leaders because it's like, oh man, I got to start over with these relationships. Right. Um, right. and I'm always glad I did, but there is that internal, yes. like I have to push myself a little bit to sure. do that. And that, that,
1: you know, that's the, that's the job. So it's hard when that's, that's a, a challenge. Yeah. 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 So it seems easier to lead people that are more similar to ourselves, Mm -hmm. would you agree? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you click more with people that are kind of along that spectrum. So what advice would you give, um, as a leader on how you would communicate or lead? Um, like, let's start with introverted people better. So say you're the small group leader, Mm -hmm. there's introverted people in your small group. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. In your coaching, the small group leaders say, okay, how do you better reach them? Do you just let them sit and be quiet and let them be in their peace? Do you kind of poke and push them to share? How do you? What would you say? What's the best mm. way to lead introvert small group members? And
0: are, are we speaking from an extroverted leader's perspective yes. or an introverted leader's Or you're an
1: extroverted leader. Okay. So leading leading opposite.
0: Right. So you're an extroverted leader with a small group full of introverts. Yes. Yes. So how would would
1: you coach that leader?
0: How would would I coach that extroverted leader? To lead those people. To lead those people. Yeah. Well, I... Speaking from personal experience, right? Cause I've been in those situations. We were mm. talking a little bit about it before. It's just, there, there, there has to be a level of self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? There has to be a level of, um, okay, I understand the way that I'm coming across, uh, coming across this mm-hmm. group. And that's, that's, that's key one-on-one leadership. Sure. Um, and who understanding who your audience is or who in this case your group is, mm-hmm. um, and really encouraging them to, be themselves. We're, we're not. We're not uh, trying to be inauthentic here in any way. Uh, we want you to be yourselves. We want you to feel comfortable. And a lot of these, uh, for a lot of times, introverts, when they feel comfortable, as you were yeah. saying, Amy, um, they will speak up. They yes. they have a, a lot of things to say, mm-hmm. a lot of care, a yeah. lot of heart. Uh, <laughs> and so I think it's about creating that environment where this is safe. You can be yourself. Right. Going to throw some things out mm-hmm. there, and and I'm yeah. going to be, uh, yeah, sit back and, and be comfortable just as, just as you may be uncomfortable as an introvert, um, bringing mm-hmm. things up. Mm-hmm. I need to kind of step into that uncomfortability, mm-hmm. so, to, uh, so to speak as an extrovert and, and, um, be okay with a little bit of that tension of, of silence. Yeah. Like
1: Do you think it takes longer for introverts to feel safe and comfortable enough to speak?
2: You know, that's a great question because I know some introverts that are really not shy and they mm-hmm. just are, they're waiting for they're the possible. opportunity right. to speak. Um, and I think, um, Yeah. Like they just need a little extra time to process. So sometimes all it takes is just saying, Hey, it looks like you've got some thoughts there. Can you share and 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 prompt it and prompting it. Um, the other thing that I always try to tell extroverted leaders in that situation too, is just, um, just watch what your messages are, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like so many of them are unintentional. But you know, when you, you, the extroverted leader starts feeling nervous because it's been silent for ten seconds, so they start going, "Come on, guys, right. did this mean anything you?" <laughs> and it's kind of short short circuiting with it, what's right. going on with them. And so, um, right. I think I think just yeah, just be mindful of what kind of messages we might be sending.
1: Right. Okay. What about the flip? Now you have an extroverted leader that you're coaching with a, um, I'm sorry, introverted Introverts. leader you're coaching that has a room of extroverts. How do you coach that person to you lead pray that for group? that
0: person? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, I think really one of the biggest things is, uh, that I've had to do for myself and thinking of that situation is I want to sit back and observe and process. I'm not going to jump in before I feel like I'm ready. But if I'm in a group of extroverts, I have to jump in before I'm ready. That's true. <laughs> I have to get into the conversation. Otherwise I'll be silent the entire time. <laughs> and as the leader, that will be tough. <laughs> exactly. And so you can't really guide much of the, and facilitate much of the discussion if you never say a word. Right. Um, and so I think encouraging them to kind of like, you've got this, you jump know, in. jump in, jump in. And, and even, even if you're not a hundred, percent process. Yeah. Get in there and see what you can add to that conversation. Yeah.
0: I love that, Amy, because you're speaking about encouragement there. You're really encouraging that intro, introverted leader. And what I would share with the introverted leader, and I've done this before is listen, uh, you may be in a room full of extroverts, but when you do speak up and when mm-hmm. you do lead, the extrovert person, extroverted person, notices that, yes. and that kind of yes. that kinda, that's like a huge spark, sure. and so they're listening. And I, I've been in situations, just even personally, like I married a huge introvert. My wife is like a total one hundred percent introvert, um, but when she speaks up, I totally yeah, listen, I right? right. Uh, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's on a personal level. On a quote unquote professional or pastoral level, I, I'm just thinking about um, all my managers in the past or all my mm-hmm. bosses in the past. And it's so funny the way that God kind of does pairing, right? Like the majority of my, my, my leaders in the past were, um, introverted men and, and I would just. There's so much wisdom there, and I would just gravitate to mm-hmm. that, and I would just love when they would speak up because, like, it would just you know, I would I would cling to that. So mm-hmm. I would encourage that introverted leader that way. Hey, speak up! It's it's yeah. people are listening when you yeah. do that,
1: right? I think that makes a big difference. So one of the key things I try to communicate to both types is really don't make assumptions mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on how much mm-hmm. someone is talking or not talking. Right. Kind of glean that. One area this comes up in a very practical way is in prayer, group prayer. Mm-hmm. Now, when we do the typical popcorn-style mm. group prayer, yes. what usually happens? Uh,
0: <laughs> all the extroverts because they, yeah. they, they feel uncomfortable with that awkward silence. So, yeah. dear Lord, bless this food. Oh, yeah. my goodness. my neighbor's cat. Yes. 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 <laughs> anything. Anything but silence. Right. So
1: I, I think even just something like that, to be intentional, knowing your own, like you said, Tom's self-awareness, kind of mm-hmm. knowing what that is, sure. to kind of design that particular time, you know, whether it's the study or the prayer time, with your group in mind. Mm. Um And so one thing I, one of my leaders did with an introverted person was um, they were comfortable, but they still were you know, kind of a little hesitant. Mm. They tend to think they don't have as much to offer. So this right. is kind of this false mm-hmm. idea. So um, he would just give her a heads up and say, hey, I'd love for you to pray at the end of this. Mm. Um, you, you know, I'd love to hear you pray. And so would you mind? And they gave Her an hour and a half basically to kind of go, okay. And then she felt affirmed. um, And it just was so much more comfortable. A popcorn prayer she would never do. Right, right, right. Um, Right. She's not going to. Jump in and interrupt on the Yeah. So just kind of priming the pump and giving them Brilliant. a heads up seemed to help. So Brilliant. things like that, there's just little mm-hmm. tricks where you can kind of help both. Mm-hmm. All right. So this last area I want us to to cover quickly is um, when we connect people into small groups. So let's just call that broadly our connection strategy, sure. whether that's a campaign, whether it's a group link type of mm-hmm. you know uh, thing, whether it's whether it's in the lobby or online. Um, some of this dynamic really plays out in that wow. arena. So let's talk through that. What do, you, what do you think happens to introverts and extroverts through some of these connection <laughs> strategies? Mm. Like a campaign strategy. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Who is at, that designed
0: for? At Saddleback Church, yeah, that, that, that's a huge uh, huge channel, a uh, huge avenue mm. uh, for small group ministries is the campaign model. Um, and I think, honestly... <sighs> I think one of the great things about the campaign model is that it can reach both the extroverted and introvert. If I'm an introvert and I'm listening to this message from pastor Mm -hmm. Rick and, um, and, and, and the real, the kind of next step, the next spiritual step that's laid out for me is to join a group. Mm -hmm. Like I I, I, I believe that I can. Do and then,
1: that. what has the next step play out? Do you do it online? Do you have to go meet someone in the lobby? Do you have to go call so up? So, what I
0: love—great question. So, what I love about that is, and this is why I think it plays well to both extroverts and introverts. You have an option. Mm-hmm. If you're an extroverted person, you can go out onto the patio. You can talk. You can talk to a small group pastor. Uh, they, you can have that face-to-face, one-on-one interaction, and you can sign up right then and there. Or. You can, even before the message is over, go on your phone, sign up online, just using your smartphone, that kind of a thing. So it really kind of plays to to either or.
1: That's good. It's a good strategy. Um, anything else you think for connections? Yeah. I mean, I know we laughed about this earlier, but uh group link, when I hear about that, like that is an
2: introvert nightmare. <laughs>
1: okay, let's, let's, <laughs> explain what, let's
2: explain what that <laughs> is. So, you know, you kind of, it's kind of the speed dating and, and you go in, it's a, you know, room full of people and you're trying to figure out what group's right for you. And you're talking to a bunch of different people trying to figure out what's your right mm. spot. And, um, and like I said, I mean, small talk is, is painful for me. Right. And so, you know, that is like my worst nightmare, especially if you're trying to get someone into an environment that I think introverts do really well in small groups right. but you're introducing them through, through this a large, very different right, experience right, right, that's not right. going to reflect what they're gonna have in the small group so um, it takes a lot of energy to even convince yourself to do that as an introvert mm. um, and so I think we probably lose a lot of people through the cracks that way yeah um, so having something where you can sign up online having something where there's a one-on-one someone that they can talk to or, right. or an email or whatever um, that gives them another option which is great
1: yeah. Yeah. the other thing I've heard of um, is sometimes uh, some churches will have all the available small group leaders and new leaders kind of line up in the lobby with their tables and take sign ups yeah okay so I've only tried it once (laughs) and um, it felt it just felt like, especially for the introverts, it was such, such exposure oh, for them. Yeah. They felt so vulnerable. Right, um, and right. they're responsible for like, like a carnival, you know, person yeah. calling for, Hey, come join my group. Right. And that yeah. like so hard for them. Right. And you see them standing behind their table yes. because they literally want to put a barrier between That's them. That's exactly right. 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 A physical yeah. barrier. Yeah. So then you have yep. the extroverts out front, like, yep. Hey, yep. you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and, and then you've got the introverts <laughs> hiding with their notepad right. behind the table. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the, at the end of the, t- Time, you know, they're like, well, nobody, we can sign up anyone. And then you've got Mm -hmm. the extrovert with, like, I mean, that forum is designed for an extroverted personality. Um, And so I think that kind of stacks it too. Right. But on the flip side, okay, there's churches that do online signups almost. Predominantly, right. with a list of existing groups mm. or yeah. whatever, you never have to talk to the group leader. You never, and then if you do that, sometimes that right. fit isn't there because right. they haven't actually had a conversation. Yeah. And people yeah. don't show up in someone's living room and they've never seen laid eyes on them. Right, right, right. right. So it just kind of something to be thinking about. One thing, I mean, one thing that has helped me and
2: something I try to do for my introverted leaders is um, even on a Sunday morning I meet someone. I'm at a smaller church, so you're able to do this a little bit more. But yeah. if I meet someone, if I personally introduce that person to this leader. Mm-hmm. There's a connection. I can yes. I can do something for them. Mm-hmm. So it's not just that cold call kind of feel. Right. Um, and they're you know so it's still it's still a person interaction. It still can be draining. You know, but it, there is something a little better about that for introvert. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives them. An also, you're more. a bridge, right? right. So you right.
1: you kind of helped them ease them into the next Absolutely. step, which Absolutely. I think is really helpful. So yeah. And you've given your credibility. Um, Well, we are almost out of time. So is there any final thoughts um, you'd like to share? Any resource I think is helpful for people?
0: You know, one thing that I'm thinking of is, you know, we're talking about extroverts, introverts, and ambiverts. Yes. Um, (laughs) My encouragement to, to anyone out there listening would be to know who you are, love who you are, and be who you are.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good.
0: Know who you are, love who you are, and be who you are. You know, it, it, especially talking within the context of, of of extroverts versus introverts, like how how's God design me? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was just. Reading uh, through 1 Corinthians, and I, I've got this wedding coming up in First Corinthians. Everyone knows 1 Corinthians 13, the chapter of love, right? <laughs> no, really? Right? Oh. Like, oh, wedding well, That's yeah, such a got, wild choice. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's like, <laughs> that, that's a passage that you don't even have to be a believer. You know that passage. But the thing is, like, it is, it is sandwiched in between chapter 12 and chapter 14, mm-hmm. which is all about Christian leadership. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like, how do that's I right. be a leader? I need to lead with love. And and we've talked about uh, self-awareness before. Mm-hmm. Like, if if I can be self-aware enough to know how has God created me, mm-hmm. accept how God's created me, be who God has created mm-hmm. me, that if I can do those things first, then I'm going to be a great leader in the sense that I'm going to be able to, whether it's an introvert or whether it's mm-hmm. an extrovert, really bridge that gap with love mm-hmm. and lead that way. So that's...
1: That's a great word. Yes. Don't envy how other people are. (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah. I
0: mean, there are some powerful, powerful uh, introverted leaders and and likewise with extroverts as well. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's just important to be who you are.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Cool. I think uh, I, lo- I love that. And I think for me, it took a long time for me to feel comfortable saying that I was an introvert because I just had had the messages so long that right. that's not what church church leaders are. That's not what Christians are, yeah. at least not good ones. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I think, yeah, just being comfortable in your own skin. But I think part of that too is, is knowing your boundaries, knowing your needs. Um, I think especially for introverted leaders, you need to know how to take care of yourself yes. because mm-hmm. it's only when you take care of yourself that you can effectively minister to the people in your ministry. So um, just, you know, don't do that unashamedly. Just yeah. you know, you have to be able to take care of yourself, Once whether it. that's you know, cutting out early to take a nap or right. um, just you know scheduling after a conference a couple extra days so you can right. just you know recharge. Yeah. Um just do that for yourself because because you no to one's really gonna do it. do it for
0: you, right? Absolutely. So you gotta you Absolutely. Have to take the initiative there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's so great. Great words, you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um so thank you both for your comments and um, that you're on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not either or um, God bless you and your ministry. You can follow Follow um, Tom on Twitter at Kangster, it's K-A-N-G-S-T-A, along with his YouTube Manly Minute.
0: Yeah, the Manly Minute, No Spaces, and Kangsta.
1: I'm sorry, I wasn't pronouncing it quite yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I'm showing my age. That's because I'm old. <laughs> no, it's K-A-N-G-S-T-A. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Even if I can't pronounce it, you can find them. Yeah. Um, and Amy is on um, at Amy K. Jackson on yeah. Twitter. Um, and, of course, her smallgroups.com uh, website. You can get the resources there. Um, they are also both graciously agreed to be on our Facebook um, group talk page. Basically, when this goes up, you'll be able to interact with either of them. You can push back on anything. Yeah, You can talk about whatever else, manly minute things
0: you want to talk about. I just love the way Amy's is so professional, and mine's gangster. <laughs> I, what's <laughs> happening here? And you guys are probably similar in age, which is really yes, interesting. that's this awesome. awesome. <laughs> so, I
1: love it. So you're welcome to ask them questions. They will make themselves available on yes. the Small Group Network page, mm-hmm. Um, and I am so thankful that God uses both introverts extroverts and everything in between Um, so it's a great thing so thank you for listening to group talk we'll see you next time
0: thank you for listening to here to there part of the group talk network of podcasts if you like what you've heard make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts if you want to learn more make sure you check out smallgroupnetwork.com for more resources